Welcome to Nightmare 365. This is the center of weirdness for the entire planet. There's tons of unsolved mysteries out there. Witches still exist. What about monsters? Do you believe in ghosts? Bigfoot is not out there. Bigfoot is definitely out there. UFOs are real. UFOs might be real. Do you believe in conspiracies? I consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I want to believe in all these case files. Trust no one. The government lies to you. We're just two brothers exploring the unexplained, mysterious, and spookiness that lives among us. What's going on, all you mystery seekers? Monsters exist. Conspiracy theories are around every corner. And we're talking about one today. And Halloween lives here 24-7, 365 days a year. This is the Nightmare 365 podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Matt. I'm Greg. I'm Greg. And we're here to talk about JFK. JFK, man. Yeah, papers were not released like we talked about we did an episode what we want to say is if you haven't heard our two podcasts previously talking about the jfk assassination which that was over like what two hours long yeah we did part well there yeah they were both an hour long yeah part one and part two which there's so much more information that we could have went into and even we may do a part four episode that is true this is just like a revisited um check out the weekday weird that we did for this case it's up on our youtube channel but we're going to be releasing i guess well re-releasing sort of on our website so if you want to hear part one and two of the jfk conspiracy assassination it's on our website so just go look for the video of jfk that's right there on our website nightmare365.com and you can listen to both episodes there for free Eventually, we'll probably do like some type. Just of buy us a coffee. That's all we ask. Yeah, buy us a coffee. I oh. love coffee. I'm drinking coffee right now. Yeah, he is. Greg is a coffee fanatic. I really am. I had I have like six cups a day. Six cups? Yeah, black coffee. That's ridiculous. Dude. I love coffee. That's a little ridiculous. JFK had eight cups. JFK had eight cups, and look what happened to him. Well, I mean, and maybe I can have sex with Marilyn Monroe as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies to unravel with JFK. But yeah, a good way to support us is obviously buy us coffee, which is on our website. Or also, go to our shop. Yeah. Nightmare365.com. Click on the shop. Go buy some merch. And I did put up a new t-shirt, a new design. Why so serious? Not that one. The Prowler? I didn't put up the Prowler either. We did go see the Prowler. We did go see the Prowler. You, I, you I want to talk was... about that too? We're, we're talking about a lot before the show. Well... We, I hope for people Matt's, really like this. For Matt's, uh, you know, a wedding present, little, I got him tickets for on-site cinema, which if people want to know a little backstory, you basically watch horror films where they were made or where some scenes were. That's some hell of a backstory on there. I'm just saying. So it's Kenny from the Myers House NC. Which we went to go to the Myers House. I think people that follow us know that. I'm saying for new listeners. New listeners. New listeners. Kenny from the Myers House puts on on-site cinemas. Yeah, he does on-site cinemas where he takes horror movies and he goes, not just horror movies, I guess you could say, because he did Batman in Chicago. And that's well, that's shirt. just a classic. I mean, yeah, that's the shirt Batman. that you're wearing. That, he did the Dark Knight. So he just goes to locations of certain scenes where they filmed and Basically just shows just the said. movie. I, yeah, yeah, but you didn't. We watched. You didn't put pr- Kenny in there. We watched the Prowler. We did watch the Prowler. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's I really like that movie. 1980 horror movie that was filmed partly in New Jersey, Cape May, Cape May, New Jersey, and in our home state, hometown. A lot of right boobies. There. So yeah, it, I, a lot of boobies, a lot of killing. 
I didn't think there was that many like nude scenes with boobies and stuff. I like the boobie scenes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a cheesy. It's 80s, not cheesy. I would say it's a cheesy. Guy horror. drives a Jeep. I drive a Jeep. He didn't drive a Jeep. The the sheriff drove a Jeep. No, he drove. Yeah, the, 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 the cop. The, 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 the cop drove a Jeep. Yeah, I drove a Jeep. Cop drove a Jeep. Yeah. So that's why you like the, like the movie. Plus, you know, we're in the inn. Which is a sweet inn. Like that it's was a very sweet inn. 100 years old. We did some videotaping in the inn. Yeah, which we didn't really... I didn't make a video for it just because I didn't think... We, we didn't really do anything. So, you, you know, you can release some of that on the Instagram page. I, I could. We could release, you know, us hanging. Which the I prowler. did. The Prowler. I love that. Why do you like saying it like that? This is, a, this is a long intro for JFK stuff. Well, I just want to tell people what we've been up to. Yeah, we've been up to a lot. This is a Christmas season. I love our Christmas yeah. rap. Yeah, we could play that Christmas rap. You don't play e- that Christmas. You don't even like rap. it anymore. Love it. The Christmas rap. But I really like JFK. I really like. I really like JFK. I do. I love this case. I do love this case too. It's an interesting case and. If not too many people know about it, definitely go listen to our part one and two, which looking back at it now, when we put that out, oh, we came a long way. We have come a long way. We've come a long way because that was one of our first couple episodes. Love that it. was episode, what was it? Nine, nine to 10? Nine and 10. Was it or eight and nine? I'll have to go revisit that. Eight, but, nine or 10. Yeah, it's one of those. So it was very early on and it'll be on our website. And that's the best way to support us is... Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, buy oh, yeah. some coffee, and hit up our shop at nightmare365.com. We're jumping in. We're digging in to this JFK conspiracy. Enjoy the show. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So what do you think? Do you think JFK was con- killed by a conspiracy? Do you think it was something else? We have a new article that came out recently, and this is what sparked the conversation. I know we're a little late because this happened in November, and now we're into December talking about JFK, but I know it's one of your favorite cases. It really is. I mean, it's it's fascinating. It's There's so much information out there, and there's so much that you could pick through in terms of all the conspiracy theories, all the people that have a hand in this and then all the other like offshoots you can go into. Like I was reading about, you know, Jack Ruby Oswald and then E Howard hunt. Like it just, there's just so much information. Yeah, there is. And what sparked the conversation, which we did a couple weeks earlier when this whole JFK, you know, timeline and history came out in October the new files were supposed to be dumped. And what we're talking about, the new files, all the declassified information that has been out there since 1963, it's very little, very little crumbs are left. So anyway, there was an article written by Jefferson Morley, which he runs, he's the editor of the JFK Facts. He also is an editor of Deep State website, and he's written a couple books, and he wrote an article about the new administration, the Biden administration was supposed to dump now declass or declassified, you know, information documents pertaining to the 1963 JFK assassination. And what he says, they were supposed to release on Tuesday. This is pretty much back in October. And the Biden administration or 
President Biden released a statement saying he's temporarily continued the postponement, which is necessary to protect against the unidentifiable harm to military defense, intelligent operations, law enforcement, or to conduct foreign relations in such gravity that it outweighs the public interest into the immediate disclosure of the JFK papers. I mean, what you th- when you think about it, like it's been over 50 years since the, 1963, man. Yeah, 1963 that they're still trying to protect people and foreign governments from this. And it 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 begs the question as why, and I was reading an article about just Lee Harvey Oswald, which if you want to go with the lone gunman theory, you could do that. Um, well, there there is a gentleman who wrote a book called Case Closed, uh, and he said, case is closed, it's Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald did it. Yeah, and so I, I was reading uh, about Lee Harvey Oswald and what the CIA and FBI learned about Lee Harvey Oswald leading up to the you know months prior to him killing JFK, and it said in September... On September 28th in 1963, he met with a KGB officer at the Soviet embassy in Mexico City. And this Soviet officer was identified at, like, the, he was affiliated and worked for the KGB's 13th district, which is responsible for sabotage and assassination. So you're telling me like two months prior or like a month and a half prior, basically, to JFK's assassination, this guy meets with KGP to talk about assassination. But, you know, the FBI said, no, it was just for travel documents so you can go back and forth to Moscow. Well, again, Gerald Posner, who wrote the case closed book, I mean, he dissects it. And to say, like, all right, this is why he believes Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone, you know, with the whole assassination of JFK. And again, like you said, there's so much, you know, information that we could, you know, dump on people. And I'm sure people have read and watched so many different documents on this particular case. And I just find it fascinating, not only like, you know, when President Trump was in office and he released documents, which he didn't really release a lot of the documents, you know, no, we, he, didn't. he said he was going to release all, all of them and which he didn't. And then he pretty much passed the, you know, the proverbial bucket yeah. down the line. And he said, all right, you know, I'm going to release a little bit. And the only things that, that came out from my um, recollection of those dumped when Trump was there was things pertaining to, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. And like the wiretaps like the FBI had on him. Other than that, he pretty much passed the buck and he said, all right, you know, the next president or whoever in October 2021, they'll be able to make the decision if they want to release any more documents. And again, and again, we had that statement from Biden saying, you know, hey, we're, we're not going to release it. It doesn't pertain and it's more national security than people's public interest. Well, one of the documents that was released when Trump, you know, released some of the documents was that the CIA had been watching Oswald and his mom four years prior to the assassination of Kennedy because they were opening up her mail and they were following her and him. But Supposedly, he has ties into the CIA as well, which we talked about on our previous podcast that we did. Yeah, and I mean, 
yeah, and that's the thing. Like, is this going to keep getting pushed down? And when are they going to finally release all these documents? Because another passage that uh, Jefferson Mosley or Morley, sorry, I'm terrible at freaking names. But anyway, he posted a thing that said, you know, one of the uh, passages that was released, you know, in some of these dumps that happen every pretty much four years, which was about Operation Northwoods, which was a top secret Pentagon operation that was going to provoke the invasion of Cuba. Correct. Yeah. Which, you know, the Joint Chiefs of Staff in May of 1963, Northwood's plan, which they wanted to engineer a fake attack so they could... Yeah, in Florida that, you know, showed that Cuba was basically, like, threatening Florida. Right. And... Think about that, how it pertains to 9-11. That's a whole other can of worms that you could really open if, if Operation Northwoods was to attack something on the United States soil. What else could they actually do? Well, they did that in Vietnam. Right. So, And then there was also another dump in here where they talked about how they would target you know, certain groups through propaganda, through deception methods, through surveillance. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of crazy to think about. Within those records that pertain to JFK's assassination, there was also, you know, redacted information, you know, crossed out, hey, we're not sharing this with the public, information about wiretapping its public, you know, surveillance on its own public, you know, members like Oswald or whoever, even if he was a patsy, Mm. you know, I don't know. It's crazy to think. And if people don't think there's a conspiracy, and this is why I would really love to talk to uh, General, uh, what's Gerald Posner? Yeah. Who wrote Case Closed, and really just ask him, all right, if it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Because I, I read that book, he discounts a lot of information. You know, he discounts like what, like some of the key information or anything. Like he just believes the magic bullet theory, like that's it. And like, and discounts like like odd coincidences or other inf- information or evidence that could be used as uh, like a counterpoint to his argument. Like just like Oliver Stone ha- thinks the CIA killed JFK, and this guy thinks Oswald acted alone. Yeah, and and he openly says that he doesn't like, um, you know, some of the the information that's been put out there, whether it's you know the single bullet theory but then again like this is some of the questions i would have for him is have you seen that bullet how does a bullet that go through somebody so pristine it, it you can't you know not only that in his case close i don't i think i read that years ago and i was listening to him when he was on the history author podcast mm-hmm. and him talking about back and forth and i felt like the host dean carianas was just pretty much agreeing with him every step of the way it's like all right that's great. You're not having an intelligent conversation. You're just agreeing whatever he puts forth, you know, in your conversation. But then again, I would I would ask, be like, all right, what documents did they shove into the assassination, you know, documents for JFK that don't pertain to JFK at all? Correct. But that they put it in there just because of national security. And yeah. that's what is it something to deceive us to say, hey. Well, it's like the trickle effect that we always talk about, right? It's the little trickle, trickle, trickle of information. And then when it finally all comes out, they like, oh, yeah, we already knew that. Yeah, but no, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, we're putting 
you had nothing to do with the JFK assassination, but you had some nefarious shit that you were doing during that time frame. Yeah, they so would put that in there. What they would do security. is, yeah, they would do is take your information, which doesn't pertain to JFK at all, and put it in there, and just to say like, all right, and then people like us say like, oh, it's definitely a fucking conspiracy because look at after fifty something years, they're still not releasing the information. But then again, the information is out there, and we know all the information. But you know, you. I'm just giving you as an example. This is just like an analogy that I could think of to say, hey, Greg killed somebody, you know, or he killed Martin Luther King Jr. All right. But we're putting it in these papers because we know that it's never going to be released. Yeah, it's sad. But so like also what came out too in the what was it? 2000 whenever they released it, 2018, something like that. Uh, When Trump did it. Well, yeah, that was back in uh, 17, 17, 17, 18. Yeah. What, what came out too was the CIA planned to hire the mafia to kill Fidel Castro and they paid the mafia of Chicago $150,000 to go to, go to Cuba and kill Castro. And RFK knew about it and said, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this because I'm trying to prosecute the mob and want to take down the mob and like all this kind of stuff. So there's like a whole nother intertwined mix in there that's why i don't think the the mob killed kennedy i mean no it's just like these these you know special forces or these black budget programs that are put in place that have you know these people like the mob that they just use and they say hey we can't do this because we're the government you know we're supposed to be above that but you guys can and we'll kind of slip you know in this little slush fund money to you guys and say, all right, you guys can kill Kennedy. You guys can, you know, kill Castro. You can do that. So we can just wash our hands and say, there's no blame to us. And I think that happens a lot, which people don't really understand. But again, this story and this whole thing of JFK is fascinating. And there's a reason why it's been a conspiracy for over 50 years. You know, just well, the amount like, of information that's out there. I don't know how anybody really realistically looks at it. Well, then the and, amount of characters that were in Dallas and Dealey Plaza that day. Well, not only that. All right. Just take your, like when his whole argument for case closed. Right. Yeah. Posner's whole argument is that. Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh my God! Everybody says you, one person couldn't take down Camelot. Like he he says that phrase over and over again, which I agree. One person can fuck up everything. Sure, they, they if can. if you really wanted to. Yeah, we, we see it happen on a daily basis, right? And we think like, oh, the United States and the government president is so far above that. You no, know, it's really not though. It's not, but that's what I'm saying. But then when you break down the information. How can somebody, and I would love to talk to you know him and say, how can, I read your book, I'll reread it again, mm. and say, like, all right, let's break down some of the information. How, how did you come to this conclusion? Why do you think, you know, this happened or this happened? Because there is, there's so much more that we could pick through with JFK, sure. but I don't, it would just be like another part of this whole conspiracy theory. It, yeah, it really would be. And like, the whole, the whole like back into the left thing and like the magic bullet theory and the man on the grassy knoll and the three hobos, tramps, bums, remember? Like that whole thing. Yeah, of course. Right? And there was 
Two of them were identified. One was E. Howard Hunt, which was an intelligence officer for about 30 years um, who was in Daly Plaza that day. He was photographed. And, like, the train conductor in the rail yard saw men on the grassy knoll and white smoke come all over the picket fence. Like, you can't, like, deny, like, all those facts. And, sure, like, I would be like, yes, witnesses do misremember things and everything like that, but, like... All these can't be one-offs, right? And you can't discount them. Well, one of my biggest things, too, is if you look at... And you've been there. I've never been to the book depository, right? But when you look at Houston Street... Mm-hmm. And most snipers will say it doesn't matter how good of a shot you are. Let's let's throw that out of the thing because you know people on both sides. Oh, he sucked. He was a terrible shot. People say he was a, a you know average shot, and oh anybody could make this shot right. When you have somebody coming towards you on Houston, which the president was right yeah. before it made that left onto Elm, correct? Right. So you would have a better shot in the book depository. And that's one of the things I don't get. Why Why would you set up here, you know, on Elm Street when you have a better shot on Houston? And that was one of my big things as far as, like, how this, you know, whole thing played out. And that's just one component of many other things that, like, you brought up or we brought up before, you know, just discussing this. Well, Dan, like, when he was seen after JFK was actually shot, he was seen... I forget how the exact minutes after down in the cafeteria where he wasn't out of breath. He wasn't like flustered. He wasn't anything. So like, how do you discount that? And well, then again, like you could say like anything, some accounts of people, no matter who you are, whether you're a police officer or a regular Joe Schmo, they could have discounted it and said like, Oh, you know, they misremembered it. Sure. But one of the biggest thing was like, all right, if you're hiding out, why would you go to a movie theater? Like, are you like, that's like, so that's like you see in the movies all the time, right? Jack Ryan, right? If you look at like any of the Jack Ryan movies, he goes to a movie theater and passes information through like, it's always in a movie theater. Like, is that like a coincidence or do they just take that? Because like, you know, just like a little ha ha, like we, you know, yeah, yeah. Was that in history that we look at it that way? Or is it something that really does people met in movie theaters back in the day? You know, to pass notes, pass information. Because you do see that in every movie. You do. You hear about it in every little clandestine, you know, CIA, FBI kind of operations where they meet in some back room or the movie theater, whatever it may be, like that's where they meet. Mm -hmm. And yeah, was he waiting for his handler? I would like to discuss that a little bit more. Yeah. You know, how did they know? The series of events that happens after he shoots JFK is extremely odd because we went through it on our podcast of he went like a complete roundabout way to get home where he could have been home so much faster if he went a direct route, which he didn't, it looked like he was actually meeting somebody. And when they didn't show up, you know, that's when he got caught. Well, again, is that a thing now that we look at and we magnify it and we say, oh, that's pretty odd. But if it it happened normally, you know, you would look at it and be like, ah, that's, that's no big deal. You know, that's just how it played out. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I'm trying to look at both sides because there is information that got totally skewed over the years sure. and blown out of proportion 
And it's the same thing with like going back history. You know, we know so much about history. There's so much on display. There's so much written information, but there's so many people that are still out there. I give this analogy that people believe George Washington had wooden teeth. I mean, he did again. I'm just saying it's out there. It's information. So just like with the JFK stuff, all this shit could be blown out of proportion. Sure. It it could be, be, yeah. You know, used for anybody's theory. And again, I love this whole well, one of the assassination things, thing. Well, one of the things that did come out in the papers as well um, in 2017 is Jack Ruby went to Parkland Hospital and he was talking to the uh, White House press secretary, which the Warren Commission said that was false and made up. But then when they looked at it 15 years later, they said, no, that actually did happen. And Jack Ruby, since the... White House press secretary, he was a reporter in Dallas, knew Jack Ruby because of the nightclubs or whatever. And Jack was saying he should close his nightclubs for the next three nights because of what, like this national tragedy. And he also had, you know, ties to Dallas police officers. And that's why he could get in and out of the basement in Dallas so easily. Yeah, and why you're so distraught and his reasoning for killing Oswald was... Do you remember what his reasoning was? He said he was so distraught that he didn't want Jacqueline to have to come back and testify in the trial. Yeah. However, it also came out in the papers that Jack Ruby, once he was tackled by the cops, said to the cop, and the cop, you know, reported this to, you know, higher-ups in the Warren Commission, that he said, Jack, why'd you do it? And he goes, well, I intended to... I intended to shoot him three times. So that improves intent. So it wasn't over distraught or just spontaneous type of thing. It was actually pre-planned out. I mean, I think this whole thing was planned out. Sure. And, you know, to keep talking about it, it is fascinating because when you find out new information and when you find out, hey, we can't release any of the information, we have to temporarily put it on hold and pass it down the line again, which... The administration didn't say when they were. I I don't think they'll ever. I don't think they ever will. No, no, no. But they didn't say like when when Trump put it out. He said, "All right, we could release it, or you know, we're going to come back and relook at it in October 21." Sure. Where, you know, the current administration didn't put a date on it. They didn't say, "Hey, in 2024, we're going to revisit it again, and maybe you know, we'll release more information." From what I was reading, they didn't put a date on it. So again, is this like, this is it? This is just them washing their hands of just saying, hey, there's just information pertaining to military defense. What defense? What program are they hiding? That's what I want. That's one of the questions. What law enforcement are they hiding? And what foreign relations don't we already know that pertains to the whole JFK assassination that's in this? Some of the things that the foreign uh, relations or administrations and governments that they didn't want to come out, already came out a little bit, was that MI6, the British Intelligence Agency, which is our CIA, had at least 10 to 20 Soviet agents inside, like, infiltrated it. So maybe they maybe they thinking, like, they don't want to cause embarrassment over that. I don't know. That could be one theory. Or could it be that they're protecting another known family that became president. Sure, I mean... The Bushes. We know during this time... He was a CIA. Think about that, man. 
Yeah. Like there's, there's so much detail. Like we can talk about this for hours. Maybe we'll have to do another revisit of JFK when other papers come out. Yeah. Because but, I freaking love this whole conspiracy. But like, call me a conspiracy back, nut. Call me a conspiracy nut because I love this conspiracy. But if you go back and actually like look at the case, I really don't think you could say Oswald acted alone. Because what? Then why kill Oswald? And then for Jack Ruby like to be scared of his life in prison, right? To think he was going to get killed, and. Well, if that, you really believe, like, we did an episode on this, the CIA death gun, right? If you really believe that, he died a month after he was diagnosed with cancer from bleeding on the brain, I believe. Um, so if you believe all that, and especially, like, tied into today's world, Jeffrey Epstein, no one thinks he killed himself, right? So they couldn't kill you in prison. So to shut... Ruby up, they killed him. To shut Oswald up, Ruby killed Oswald. So it, it's like a but cycle. Do you think also maybe, you know, because he had some ties to the mob. He did. You know, he was gun running from the, like the mob. Yeah. Right. So just look at this theory. Maybe he was like, all right, we yeah, have to pay pick, off old debt. Yeah, we have to pick somebody, mm-hmm. right? So our Greg, we know you just went to the doctors and you have terminal cancer and you have X amount of, you know, whatever. We need this done. So you're the gentleman that got picked. He was the gentleman that got picked. Well, yeah, which sucks. Maybe, maybe it never, you know, that's what happened. Maybe the CIA didn't, you know, shoot him with the death gun. Maybe this was how it went. Like, there's so many different theories, so many different rabbit holes, so many different there is. stories that you could do with the JFK assassination. I don't know. There's just too much information sometimes. Sometimes it hurts my brain, which as much as we know about this case... And we have the Warren Commission right on the book bookshelf over here. I don't know. My my theory still holds, and we did when we did the podcast back then, is the CIA killed them. I, However, you want to say they used people, I think they killed them. So you think CIA did it? If you had to give it, so this is definitely like a spooky. The government is definitely covering something up. Correct. I'm with you 100. percent I'll give that also a thumbs up because I think the government, the CIA, had their hands in killing JFK. And since that happened, I truly believed that was like the pinnacle and a big changing. I think World War II at the end, that changed a lot of stuff in world history. And what changed a lot even further in American politics or presidents was the JFK assassination. I believe ever since then... They're controlled. We're run by an oligarch. There's so much more we can get into that, but that's my thoughts. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky.